Welcome to the Grace World Podcast. I'm Dan Hewitt. And I'm Becky, his wife. This is episode 79. Hey guys. Hi there. What's going on exciting? They're fixing the road outside our house. Oh, Some yeah. more. You might, yes, you might hear backup beeping sounds during our recording potentially. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. They're yeah. week overdue from what they said and it's a big dusty pile of mess out there yes it is so but that has nothing to do with our podcast but our that's, podcast that's what's today. on my mind right this second it's the my peace has been disturbed oh gosh my, oh my goodness right so this week we were looking at romans 14 and that's well, by we by we i mean me <laughs> so the royal me so anyways, one of the things I was, I was hit with the old verse of whatever is not of faith is sin. And so I spent a little time looking into that, thinking about that. And that whole chapter is really about the weak and the strong. So that's where it says vegetarians are weak. That's the first word. I'm kidding. That's <laughs> Did you, could you hear my eye roll there, guys? So <laughs> that's actually where it compares those that eat meat, those that don't, those that eat meat sacrificed idols and don't. But one of the big conclusion there is the goal is not to judge other people, but to have a clear conscience on what your choices are without the need to tell everybody else that they need to be like you. That's my succinct summary of chapter 14. But it actually got me, that actually wasn't the main point. It got me thinking of when we say whatever is not of faith is sin, it made me think about, well, then what really is faith? So I started meditating on the idea of what is faith in this context or in general and kind of came up with a couple of ideas. Um, really, I want to start it from a relational perspective. What? I'm shocked. Yes, I know. That's just because this is what we do. <clears throat> We're relational, so relational. Relational world. It's relationships. Yes. Is what is faith? Faith is really, especially when we express it with God, faith is the recognition of the character of the other person and then entrusting to them the future or some future action because you know who they are. In fact, we started talking about this morning and said, it's mathematically like extrapolation. Can you have faith in somebody that you've never had any experience with? Pick an answer, yes or no. <laughs> you don't have to defend your answers. <laughs> well, based on what we said earlier, probably not. Right. I mean, you know, you can kind of wing it, and I guess that might be called blind faith or something, where it's like, well, I actually don't know anything, but I'm willing to take a, a risk. But I think real faith... Risk isn't faith. Right. That's just saying, this seems like it. Yeah, that would be, that would be a... Uh, this seems like a risk that is not a high risk. If you have no, if you have no knowledge, background with right. a person that you're about to engage with at some kind of a level where you're hoping for some connection with that right. person and you've not ever had any kind, all you have maybe is a facial expression yeah. or it's somebody at 
<clears throat> in a safe place that has walked up to you to initiate a conversation. In that moment, you are taking a risk yes. to, to say yes or no in your own little psyche and mind. Mm-hmm. Am I going to engage with this person? It's kind of a low risk probably, but as you continue then to... Depending on what that future looks like. Yeah. Right? It, if it, somebody comes up to me and says, can I have your bank account details? The risk may be high. If it's just high... yeah. Can I just, and say hi back, that's pretty low risk, potentially. Right. And so I think what, if we looked at faith, if we have experience with somebody, and let's call it God, then the more we walk with them, the less walking with them has risk in the sense of them being faithful. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that's part of extrapolate. Everybody remember Raise your hand if you remember math, interpolation and extrapolation, those kind of things. My hand is not raised. So interpolation <laughs> is I have two data points and I got to find some. But extrapolation is I'm going off a slope and I have to keep going. Well, you have to have some data points in order to keep going. So that's kind of what faith is. I have some data points with God. And so faith is saying I have sufficient data points to know that I can keep trusting him. Well, yes, different levels of faith. Right. And so obviously the more data I have, the more I can kind of guess about, is this reasonable to continue trusting him? So relationally then faith is walking with another person and trusting that their choices and things they're taking us to are good so obviously you don't want to have faith in somebody who is historically not very good at stuff. We don't have faith in that, right? If we're in an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. you typically don't have a lot of faith mm-hmm. that they're going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's dysfunctional relationships. Mm-hmm. So where can we take that? Let's see. We had some more thoughts on this. So if we started comparing this to sin, okay, so if we start connecting sin to faith, then if faith Mm. is me walking with God, it's saying, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to be in agreement. So let's use some words like that. I am now in agreement with God and where we're going. Where are we going? Wherever God says, let's go here. Okay, so I think you should stop and and pause. pause, Say la. Say la, pause and think about what is God saying to you? Mm -hmm. Where does he say you are going? Yeah. Mr. Hewitt. Me? Right this minute? Sure. I'm going through a podcast. (laughs) Do you have faith that we can make it through this podcast? I I trust we're going to make it to the end. That we can get 45 minutes of... Uh, but I, no, I think that that's a, uh-huh. you know, that's a big picture. That's a, that's a Christianese statement. Wherever Actually, God have, is you know. telling you, go with God. Okay, well, what's he telling you? So what? Are you asking me specifically at of this minute? Of course I am. What is he telling me? Well, like I said, right now he's telling me to do this podcast. And you have faith. On faith. And I have faith that I can fill 45 minutes with the things that he wants to talk about and that I've discovered in this. Now, do you want something more whiter than this or? I don't know. I, I think I think it's okay. good to uh, just say what, you know, what are we talking about when, when mm-hmm. we say God tells you to do something, you know, or God wants you to be in relationship with yeah, him. Yeah, those are good questions. At some level and you've had some experience with him and now you have 
because of that experience, you can trust his heart for you. You can trust mm-hmm. his, his uh, leading in future decisions. You can trust the wisdom of what he sure. has, or you can trust the, mm-hmm. hey, it's Sunday, it's Sabbath. Even though the guys outside are, that are driving the tractors around madly in front of my street and almost hit my mother when she came out of the driveway, I can trust that I get to rest today. I don't have to be part of that cacophony because today's I need to rest. You know, like that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like bring it home, yeah. bring it into a real understanding instead of just this. Well, God tells me to do something. So, you know, whatever God tells you to do. Well, what is God telling you to do? Okay. Would you like me to expound more on that? Sure. Generically or personally? <laughs> I mean, I kind of covered a little bit of today. Keep going I, with I, your thought. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that's, that feels like a whole nother conversation, which would be great to have because, and I think it definitely parallels this and it's an important question of, and that can, did I hijack your point? Sorry. You, kind of. All right, keep well, going. Well, I mean, that relates, about, but it does, using. didn't we recently cover kind of, or at least start to talk about understanding the leading of God or hearing his voice? Wasn't that last week's or the week before? Maybe. Maybe. So, so I'm still there, I guess. Okay. Well, we'll have to come back and reconsider some of that, but maybe we might come keep revisiting that during this one as okay. we hit some of these points. All right. Get your points out. There. All right. So if faith is, let's see if I can recover here. Sorry. <laughs> if faith, yes. Is going with God, whatever God is leading you to do, go with God. Right. And what does that, I mean, on a daily basis, we can get weird about that of, oh God, what am I doing right now? It, I think most of life is just live your life, do reasonable and appropriate things, and you'll have a the presence of God, the knowledge of God of saying, yeah, this feels good. This feels right. When I have decisions to make, it's like, what do you think, God? What should we do? Or where do we go? Or, you know, as you walk down the street, um, classic thing, somebody wants money. You know, there's a panhandler. God, does this person, should I give them money or not? Is this something that I need to be part of or not? And some days the answer is yes. And some days maybe the answer is no. Um, and I think part of what this chapter 14 talks about is you need to be able to be comfortable with what your decision is and not do it in condemnation or in fear, but be bold enough to say, this is where I feel I'm supposed to be right now. This is what I feel God is leading. I know the feeling stuff can be weird for some people, but there's a part of how does God communicate to us? And we have to learn how to say, how does God communicate to me? And I know for me, in fact, I was asked this question yesterday or the day before. How do I know the voice of God? Somebody asked you that? Yes. I had a phone discussion with somebody. Cool. And they were wondering that. And part of the answer is... You know, it's like, well, do you hear God audibly? And it's like, no. I mean, in my whole life, I've had like two or three times I've heard God, what I would call semi-audibly. I mean, it's such a clear wording. It wasn't out loud, out loud, but it was such a dominant, real statement to me. But that's only been a few times. The predominance, I guess if I, if I went in order of predominance, I think the main way God talks, if we looked in proportionality, 
is just be wise and make good choices. Don't do dumb stuff. And then the next level is just be in a relationship and you feel the peace that you are doing what is right and good. And typically, I know for me, <clears throat> if I'm heading down someplace I shouldn't, I'm going to have some discomfort about it. I'm going to have, and if it's the right thing to do, I'm going to have some peace about it. So I can take risky things, things that look difficult or may be tough, but if I feel like the peace of God is on that decision, and I don't have to hear a voice, I don't have to hear any kind of words, I can have some confidence that, yeah, this is probably what I need to do. Sometimes it just comes in terms of, I would call it the knowing, you know, it's just in your knower, you know, that this is what's right and good. This mm -hmm. is what's appropriate. That's probably another, a pretty big one, I think, is it's like, yep, this is what needs to happen. If you're doing stuff out of shame, out of fear, out of condemnation, out of guilt, that's probably not God working in you. You know, peer pressure, those kind of things. Generally, those kind of things are all manipulations of the world. Mm -hmm. And it's not God leading us. Mm -hmm. So that's the generic answers or discussion on kind of hearing the voice. So that's kind of our parallel idea here today. So back to faith. We're talking about faith and how that relates to sin. So usually we think of sin or often we think of sin as breaking rules. I did a bad thing. And that's true at some level. Yeah, that's typically sin. But I think the bigger understanding is if anything not of faith is sin, and we bring that back into our definition of faith, which is walking with God, then I'm going to do a mathematical substitution More here. Or math. Oh my gosh. We'll say not walking with the Father is what sin is. Basically, when we choose to say, I don't want to walk with God, I want to do my own thing, that's sin. Now, sometimes what we do is we label sin and go, oh, that's the bad thing and you're being bad. And it's like, well, yeah, that's true. But the emphasis of sin is really first is I'm not in relationship walking with God. That to me is the key because we often focus on you're being bad and it's true. You are being bad and there are bad things that happen and there are consequences to the things that happen. That's part of why sin is bad. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why bad things are bad, because bad stuff happens from bad things, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. So we by, by no means is grace mean go do bad stuff now. It's OK. It's like, no, bad stuff is still bad. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. Mm -hmm. But if we focus on the relational, um, it's saying I have to I have to leave that relationship in order to do these things. I've walked away from the leadership and fellowship and joy of the presence of God to go do something else. And so I remember a lot of people will say the question like, does sin separate us from God? And I would say, actually, you kind of need to separate from God in order to sin. Mm -hmm. It's really the other way around. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So sin doesn't cause a separation. Separating from God is sin. That's a good clarification. So it's not just that, oh, you did a bad thing. It's I have left or I'm not walking in a relationship anymore that's really important, that is key to my life. So the resolution of that is to re-enter 
the relationship. And I think that's kind of the big focus that I got this week on that. Re-enter, you better clarify that. Re-enter the relationship. So if I'm walking with God, then I choose to not walk with God. What is true, we'll call the classic word is repentance. Well, real repentance is saying, oh, I need to be walking with God and choosing to then walk with God and come into agreement with him. It's not a process. But did I leave the relationship? Well, you're you're deaf and ignorant to the relationship. God didn't leave you. You're just not paying attention and listening and going with him of what he's doing. Which is, by the way, being human. Yeah. It's been known to happen. Yeah. We don't recommend it necessarily. Well, it's... <laughs> we don't have I, to. I'm saying it... To... To expect that you will always live that way, I think, is an unrealistic expectation. Um, if that brings about guilt and shame and stuff and condemnation, I would agree with you. But I think to have, but I'll put it the opposite way too. If our goal is that we should expect that we will sin a lot, then that I think causes us to. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's about somewhere in there we have to have a right attitude, which is you almost used a bad word. I, I made sure I didn't say the word balance because <laughs> it's not a balance. I I prefer to talk about now I'm using the word we we need to avoid the ditches. So there's a road that we can drive down and on one side of the ditch is you have to be perfect and you should never ever sin. And I think the other side of the ditch is we should assume that you're going to be sinning as an expectation. And I think the the healthy is that's not who I am and that's not who I'm created to be. But I might make that mistake and I need to be honest and recognize that's going to happen on some basis. And I need to be able to go, okay, that happened. And not be destroyed by it. And not be destroyed by it. In fact, but the not opposite, wallow in it and not be, be able to find God in it. I would say you. Well, find you. I, I, the, pro, the thing is, it's not just a might. You're going to walk today and make a decision. I'm going to walk to, I'll say me. I won't put it on you. I'm going to, I'm going to make, I've already made decisions today that I'm like, yeah, didn't really listen to God in that one. Yeah. Didn't really, I wasn't really paying attention to God, which means to me, I jumped ahead of the gun. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I was in a situation, I was in a conversation with somebody And I jumped ahead. I anticipated how I thought that conversation was going to go. So I jumped in and moved ahead in speaking up into and saying it was a very little thing. It was a very little thing. I think I know what you're talking about. But I jumped in and I should have let it play out Mm -hmm. instead of me trying to fix the situation. For me, that's sin. Right. For me, that's not paying attention, not taking two more seconds or five more seconds to wait and see how should I think about this? And and I have a lot of grace for myself that I did that today. Mm-hmm. It's not a oh I fell in the ditch. I don't. I, yeah. I have a different analogy. It's not that I fell in a ditch. It was okay. God is still there with me in that little place in my you know a five right. minute place in my day so far where I could it listened. And let the chips fall as they may instead of trying to control the situation, control the conversation. Okay. It, it, what's done is done. And yeah. I, so, yeah, so, so I would think where, 
where I could mm-hmm. really get, you know, start getting boogered up and already been fighting that is I, oh gosh, now I have to have a confrontation with this person. Oh, I should da, 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 da. Oh, okay. I should learn from this and not ever do that again. Well, what if I never learn from it and I do keep doing it again? Mm-hmm. I, I think there is that, that is, I'm still with God. I yes, still God have faith with God. I still have this um, place where what I'd rather do instead of being worried about it and trying to figure out how I could have done it differently. What I feel like I'm learning right now in my life is to say, all right, God, you're with me here. Mm-hmm. You're in this little teeny tiny rat's nest that I just made for myself which wasn't, it, it has no consequence to tell you the truth. It's a very small thing. It's a thought pattern. The, 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 the thing for me right now is it's a thought pattern. Mm-hmm. Where are, where can I grow in trusting you in this thought pattern that I have, that I have to try to sort out, you know, a miscommunication between two other people or whatever that I feel like I have to intervene and sort it out and get, instead of just letting the situation unfold and watching how it unfolds and let it and not try to control the situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's me saying, all right, God, I invite you into this little rat's nest that I made in my head Yeah. and I'm going to let you sort this out for me mm-hmm. and watch how you further this situation. Cause I anticipate that it will come again. I'm going to let you further this and watch how you do it instead of me trying to get in there mm-hmm. and, sort it out on my without yeah. thinking for an extra mm-hmm. five seconds so so I'm bringing so to bring that to you I'm saying like grace in this for me right now grace is inviting God into mm-hmm. my mess yeah not me trying to stay out of the mess sure right and I, I want to make sure we don't didn't have a confusing point there of saying that sin is falling in the ditch that's not what I set up earlier is the ideas there's ideas that are that we shouldn't head into those are the ditches is the false understandings of what grace is and what relationship is so the ditches are the wrong attitudes about what sin is not the wasn't talking about sin particularly that sin is the ditch okay so anyway I think what you were just talking about, I think, is a pattern that's very common that, I mean, I can do the same thing where, and I think part of that is, especially in modern times, I think we pace faster and we don't, um, we don't deliberate, take, like you just said, the words like, let it play out or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think we're, we tend to be less patient with that. And I think that's where, especially like I, you know, I'm a quick-witted person, so I also <laughs> want to solve something quickly. And here I can fix that. Boom, boom, boom. We'll just jump in and do it. And sometimes it doesn't need a fix, maybe at all or not yet. And so that is also something I have to learn, which is I might need to wait a little before I respond. Mm-hmm. And that's difficult for me it has been in the past and i'm learning that that's that's a new pattern i'm learning is to take my time and think okay do i respond yet Mm -hmm. or at all Mm -hmm. and 
and I think, oh, this is probably a this is probably a good thing where we learn about listening to the Spirit of walking with God. <clears throat> I can think of like Tuesday nights we'll have Bible study or even at church where you know we can go up and talk and answer questions or to ask questions and so forth. And I'll have times where sometimes I feel like I have something to say and I can tell two different things. Sometimes it's like because I have a quick response or something intellectual or sharp or smart or even it may have some meaning but I can kind of tell if I kind of let it simmer that it's just me wanting to talk about something and there's other times it's like no this is something God is saying I need to share with the group Mm -hmm. and it's when I have to wait a little while sometimes and kind of see whether is it that giddiness in me of ooh, I just want to say this or is it yeah, this is something of value that I need to share. And it doesn't mean what I had wasn't valuable. It just means it wasn't the time or the place to share that particular nugget of whatever it was. Mm -hmm. But that's part of that listening is to go, okay, I need to take a little more time, one extra step before I jump or something and figure out why am I really doing this? Am I, you know, saying this because it has value and it's a blessing or am I saying it because I just want to say something because I like to talk Mm -hmm. and that's an important difference. And it's something that we have to retrain ourselves to do is to figure out why am I, you know, why am I talking? Why am I saying something? Why do, you know, why am I helping somebody, not helping, you know, all those kind of motives is to take that extra little step, extra little time and figure out, is this something that God really wants me to do? And that's really the exercise of faith is faith might take a moment for me to go, okay, is this, is this a good thing or not? Cause it might be something terribly scary and God wants me to do it. Or it might be something that seems like a brilliant idea. And God's like, yeah, no, but that's not my idea. Mm-hmm. And I have to learn that just because it's scary doesn't mean it's not from God. And just because it seems like a good idea, it doesn't mean it is from God. Mm-hmm. But to take that little extra moment and say, what do you think? And and to, to examine, you know, your heart, your feelings, your emotions and say, what's what am I feeling here? Is this... Is this just a reactive thing that I'm doing or is this, mm-hmm. yeah, this is, this is right and good, you know, and there's decisions we've made recently on various things, some pretty big and it's one where it's a little bit emotionless where on some of them it's just like, yep, this is what we need to do, you know. Now, sometimes you can make decisions like that because you're backed into a corner and you just do it anyways, but you, you need to get to that place of peace of go, you know, okay, I don't necessarily want to do this or I don't want to do that or I do, but yeah, it's what we should do. And this is what's right. And this is what I think God is telling us we need to do. There's the faith piece. That's right there. the faith. And that God, faith have you is, taken care of us before when we've made a decision? I wonder if that we do don't it if, know how the outcome of it's going right. to go. Yes is the answer. So we believe that this decision too is going to have an, a fruitful outcome. Right. And you can have decisions where you're like, okay, I think we want to do this or we should do this, but I have no idea 
how it's going to work out. Mm -hmm. And you're just going to have to say, God, I guess you have to work. (laughs) You got to work it out because, you know, I know you want me to do this or this. And I think we can be we can be honest with God. You can say, hey, I'm afraid Uh, this seems like a big decision, but I feel like this is what you're saying. You know what? Even if you make the wrong decision, God can help you out of that wrong decision. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. he's faithful to say, yeah, you were wrong, um, but it may take a little mess and we'll, we can clean it up, but that's okay. You know, and I think that's where we have to say that, and this is, I've talked about this before, there's that, I call it the, the sin paradox, that on one hand, we need to recognize sin is terrible, it's awful, it's destructive, it's, it's horrible, and we need to avoid sin. And at the same time, I need to understand if I've sinned, I'm not destroyed. There is recovery. There is reunion with God. There is continuation, you know, and it's like I can keep those two parallel. They're really opposites in my head at the same time. So one is a warning and the other one is the comfort after the fact. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of paradoxical or conflicting, but um, we need to not fear that if we have sinned, were destroyed. Well, uh, can I go to your, I'm going to mm-hmm. go back to your passage here okay. Yeah. in uh, Romans 14. Mm-hmm. I'm starting at verse seven. None of us lives to himself and none of us dies to himself. If we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So then whether we live or we die, we belong to the Lord for Christ died and lived again for this very purpose that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. <clears throat> That's not a paradox. That's an it's, and statement. Yeah. Christ died for those who are, or Christ is for, Christ died and lived again for the purpose that he might be Lord of both. And this, mm-hmm. uh, there's context here that I should probably bring into that, but just for this second, I'm just relating what you just said. Sounds like a paradox. I know that I shouldn't make decisions based on sin patterns. And yet I know that when I do, I will have the grace to be able to keep moving forward and live through those circumstances and live into a deeper relationship with God. And, And it's on both sides of the coin. And I'm saying that that passage is pretty much saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. Christ is there for both. Christ died Mm -hmm. and lived. Yeah. After he died. So, mm -hmm. so the context here, I don't think is actually physical death and physical living. I think he's talking about in this passage, this Romans passage, he's talking about people that have varying convictions about how they want to live out their understanding of what God wants for mm-hmm. them. So in this context, some said, I want to stick with, I think it has to do with, is it the idols or is it the law? Uh, this one is the special day. Well, first you have the vegetables, then it's days celebrating certain dates. And so then, this, uh, so I don't think this is uh, idol. Pa- this is not meat given to idols. This is law passage. Yeah. Okay. So, so he's talking to, to, believers, Christians, some of who want to continue to observe some of the things from the law, like the Sabbath. Well, the vegetable one is not out of the law. And the vegetable one is, yeah, it does. One man's faith, this is verse two. 
One man's faith permits him to believe he may eat anything, while a weaker one limits his eating to vegetables. Right. Let not him who abstains look down on or despise who abstains, and let him who abstains criticize and pass judgment on him who eats, for God has accepted and welcomed him. And the whole point of this passage is, whatever your convictions are about mm-hmm. how you want to live your life and and feel like it is the best for you, don't criticize and judge another person mm-hmm. if they feel like how they're living their life is not what you think is free or right. or bound either way you either die to yourself or you live freely is the point when we get to verse nine mm-hmm. here that christ <clears throat> god is for everybody and the whole faith and sin thing is defined here in the last verse of the chapter but the man who has doubts about eating and then eats so he's a dichotomy to himself, yeah. okay? He thinks that maybe he shouldn't eat, but he thinks, oh, well, I see those other people eating, so I'm going to eat too. He stands condemned because he is not true to his own convictions and does not act from faith. For mm-hmm. whatever does not originate and proceed from faith is sin. And that's the that's the point. Be true to who you, what your convictions and what you are right. believing is for you. And if what you are doing... You can see it's making other people waver in their faith. You get to sacrifice. You get the opportunity to say, even though I believe I have freedom to do this, I don't have the same conviction as somebody else. For me to stand there and say, oh, aren't you weak? You're so weak that you don't have the same convictions that I Mm -hmm. do. And cause them to doubt themselves. Right. That's the part that he's saying. That's the community piece that he's talking about here when he's talking to the Romans. He's he's saying to in order to build up community because he also That's says verse nineteen. Let us make every effort to mm-hmm. do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Right. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All food is clean, but it is wrong for a person to eat anything that causes someone else to stumble. So yeah. yeah. So he's the, the 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 context of the passage is how do you live in community with each other and have different right. opinions? Not that that has anything to do with our life now. No. Modern day life. This We've, is definitely not something we can apply <laughs> into our life. I don't know of any. How do you be in community and have different convictions and not cause your people in your community to have angst because you don't have the same convictions that they do mm-hmm. and are basically looking down on them or or maybe not even looking down on them but also causing them to doubt their own beliefs yeah. how do you build each other up when they have a belief that they want to adhere to they believe i have this conviction in my heart about how i want to live my life which as image bearers, we all have those convictions that we believe this is this is me being true to myself and the way God has made me. I have this conviction about whatever it is, okay? So this mm-hmm. one's about vegetables and eating meat versus eating not meat, okay? Vegetarians. If there's a vegetarian in my community, in my friend group, and I don't honor what they're doing because of why, for, for their own convictions, right. for their own reason, I'm dishonoring not only them, but our connection. Mm-hmm. I don't have a true understanding, which is interesting to me that the exhortation is actually to the weak person. Stick to your conviction is what they're saying. It, it, what he's saying in, in verse 23, the man who has doubts and then eats, 
stands condemned because he is not true to his own convictions. Mm-hmm. He, the exhortation in the previous parts of that chapter is to the stronger brother. But finally, it comes down to the weaker brother. Stand firm in what you have. Right. Because if you do not stand true to who you are, that's where the sin is. Mm-hmm. The sin is you doubting that what you're, what you're convicted about is actually true and right and good. No, dude, woman, whoever, person, person who has convictions about things, stand strong in those. Even if somebody else has a, a, right. a wider understanding of something and allows other things in their lives that you don't allow in yours, you are only responsible for what you believe and your convictions mm-hmm. and how you have faith with what God is telling you to do. If God tells you eat vegetables, eat vegetables mm-hmm. and let other and and be strong in that even if you're the one that is the only one, you know, at the Thanksgiving right. table that isn't eating the turkey and you just want to eat vegetables. You want to do it. For, be true to yourself and enjoy that faith. Enjoy that mm-hmm. place of of honesty with yourself that this is what makes me who I am. This is part of who I am is me being strong in whatever conviction that mm-hmm. is and not being swayed by the ones who say, oh, you're free to eat whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So the sin is actually the doubt. Yeah. When you don't stand true to what you know is right yeah. for yourself. That's what the sin is. Mm-hmm. Which is not walking by faith, which is in agreement right. with what you understand that God has for you, for you. And this is, I think this is a hard thing for people who have come from a stronger conservative background, because this feels like relativism to say, oh, that's okay for you, but not for me and so forth. It's like, well, it's it's what Paul said. It's kind of in the Bible. It's in the Bible. And it doesn't, and Paul is not saying, well, actually saying whatever is fine, but he's saying the point is not yes or no on this. Mm -hmm. The point is, do you love other people? Do you care about what's going on with other people's lives? And will you treat them a manner in a manner that is loving? I mean, that's one of the points. That's That's one of the, the, that's not the point that goes with the verse that you're basing this whole podcast on, which is anything that is without faith is sin. But yes, that's, that's, and the point of that, so Paul's big part is I'm building each other up. So ultimately, I can't build others up unless I walk in faith with God. Because if I don't know who I am, if I'm not walking in faith with God in a positive understanding of who I am, I can't love the other people and treat them as Paul is saying in here. Okay, because all of this comes from the fact that I tend to want, well, and this is kind of the verse here. If I believe one thing, I need to make sure everybody else believes that too. Or I get to be proudly take my freedom and crush the people that aren't under freedom by exercising my freedom and lording it over them, which is what he's talking about in here. But if, And in the next chapter, can I read the it, next it beginnings? Is, but hang on, I make my okay. point. But the point of the faith is... If I'm listening to the Holy Spirit, I'm going to be sensitive to how I treat those people around me. It means if I'm going to eat my cheeseburger with somebody, you know, I'm going to eat different things at different times. Um, 
based on who I'm around, you know, and I need to adjust according. I mean, we have Indian friends. And so I want to eat. If I eat with them at their place, I will eat vegetarian and I'll eat their food, even though they try to, they know I don't love all that. And they'll try to give me substitute foods. It's like, no, I don't want you to give me substitute food. This is your food and I will eat what you have. I might not eat tons of it or something. Maybe, I don't know. It depends. Um, but I don't want you to conform to me to try to just, uh, you know, do something because I know why you're a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. You know, now if I'm in my house and I'm having dinner, we will serve typically something more vegetarian and make sure we have some vegetarian, but we might not be entirely vegetarian. It depends on the person mm-hmm. and where they're at and so forth. And so it depends on the relationship that you're in. Depends on the relationship I have with those people at that time. Right. And so I have to be sensitive to those specific things because if I'm going to listen to the Spirit and walk by faith, Mm -hmm. I need to pay attention to what am I doing with other people? Mm -hmm. Because. You know, at one hand, when we first see grace, we can go, oh, yay, I'm learning all this freedom. And you can kind of do that in the bubble of freedom for me. And then it's like, oh, I can impact other people. Now, am I bringing them to freedom or am I slamming them with something and condemning them with my freedom? Well, if I'm helping them come to freedom, that's one thing. If I'm condemning them with my freedom, that's another thing. And I have to be careful that I don't do the second that I lovingly live in freedom without my freedom being me flinging my hands around because I'm joyously dancing while I'm smacking people in the head. (laughs) I have to recognize to not smack people in the head. And I think that's what true love is, is recognizing I can go freely dance, but I need to make sure my dancing doesn't smack people in the head, you know, so... Yeah, I I think they they messed up the chapter here, to be honest. I think they shouldn't have ended chapter 14 until about um, 15 verse 7. Because if you keep reading, if if, if you do what I just did and said, well, the last verse of this chapter is about the man who is doubting himself. But then the next verse, chapter 15, we who are strong in our conviction of robust faith, Ought to bear with the failings and frailties and tender scruples of the weak. We ought to help carry the doubts and qualms of Mm -hmm. others, not to please ourselves. Let each one of us make it a practice to please his neighbor for his good and for his true welfare, to edify him and strengthen him. I won't read, but the next Mm -hmm. five verses talk about that and how Christ did that too. And I I think about, um, I guess, uh, Sorry, I put my thoughts together here. Um, If I have a person in my life who has some strong convictions about how they want to live their life, for me to try to poke into their belief system, especially if it's unwanted, especially if they haven't really asked me, But even if they have asked me, if they've asked me, it's even a trickier thing because then you have a a trust there and you have to Mm -hmm. be so careful to walk in that trust. We have to trust each other's process is what I'm really trying to say. 
Mm-hmm. We have to trust that. So if if, if that other person ha- is going through something and they want to identify this in their life, I only want to eat vegetables. And of course, it could be myriads of things. Right. But I want to eat vegetables and not eat meat. Okay. If that is their conviction, let them do that. Let them right. discover why is that in them that way? What is it about their belief system? What is it about their body? What is it about their faith that they believe that this is the good and right thing for them to do? Mm-hmm. And walk alongside them and encourage them in that and help them discover, help them understand what am I learning about myself as I walk this journey, whether it's a short time or the whole, the whole rest of their life. This is who I am. And this makes me solid as a person because of, I know that it's, uh, you know, whatever, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. whether it's an ethical reason or a physical health reason or whatever, let, let those people around you. I think faith also encompasses like, I have faith for myself, but I have faith for the other person. I have faith that God is working in them too. And for me to try to intervene and tell them where they're not using faith, that's not built. That's not going to build their faith unless it's a situation where they've asked you for advice or opinion. There's a place where people need help or want to grow. But usually they're not open to it unless they're asking you for it. (laughs) Right. Which is a key corollary is they might even be wrong, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you have to fix them now Mm -hmm. because God has his own order and own own plan on how to help people grow and it may not be i want this problem dealt with today it may be that's not really what matters right now Mm -hmm. i have some other things that need to be dealt with or he god knows us fully and he knows where where we're open to yeah grow in what areas we cannot grow in all areas all the time we can't we're just we're too finite to do that so um that so I agree with you that this passage has this meaning about understanding each other and living in peace and harmony mm-hmm. and community. And I think that little verse, that little nugget that's even only part of a verse, anything with for whatever does not originate and proceed from faith is sin. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that gets pulled out a lot. Right. Unused and abused for anybody. What do they call well, that when you take a verse and you... Eisegesis. Is that what it's called? I don't know that word very well, but. Or proof texting. Proof texting is the one I'm thinking of where you just want to fling around a verse there to make it. Yeah, and the whole point to kind of wrap this up is the entire point. Well, I'm not trying to cut you off here, but we're well. But yeah, you are. Keep going. We're well in (laughs) our time. It's okay. I'm okay with it. No, the whole point is. We can often focus on the sin aspect. Sin, sin, sin. Oh, sin is bad. You've sinned. Mm-hmm. You didn't do this in faith. You sinned. You know, and so the focus is always sin, 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 and whether you're bad and whether you sinned. And I think that's where people do proof text and abuse this and so forth. And, I'm, and the whole point of trying today is to say, what if we viewed the emphasis on, I want to walk with God and to sin is for me to not walk with God. And then this whole chapter starts making more sense in that, or these two chapters, because what is walking with God? It's loving, doing what he wants to do in his time frame with the people he loves. So if I'm going to walk with God by faith, I will need to respect 
the people around me who are different and recognize it's God's leading <coughs> is when it's going to be time to say something, not say something, to um, interject, to shut up, to lead, to guide, to warn, to whatever it is that needs to come from that place of relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And so to me, then the emphasis of whatever is not of faith is sin gets me out of the world of rules because otherwise, and I think that's the entire point of that verse is forget the rules focus on the faith which is what is god saying mm -hmm. that's what, what we need to focus to on it yeah do that and then you'll be better taken care of than trying to find the right rule at the right time because the pharisees were great for knowing the rules and all they did is every time there was a situation okay let's look up the set of rules we'll decide which rule applies in this situation and we'll make a judgment based on the rule of what we have to do at this point in time mm-hmm that wasn't life-giving mm -hmm. that wasn't based on God it was based on rules and it doesn't mean those rules are bad because we're not saying the law is wrong we're saying you thinking you can just blindly apply the law to situations by yourself apart from God is a train wreck it creates its own problems mm -hmm. so in conclusion how do we love each other? I mean, we need to listen by faith, walk according to the spirit and say, what do you think in this situation? And trust that they are listening to God. Trust. Yeah. And even if they aren't trust that God can put them back it's, on the path. It's God's job to fix them. Not mine. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's kind of the goes with that. I can be part of it, but that doesn't mean it's my responsibility to change people or fix them or whatever it's god's job to do that not mine so all right i think we got to a conclusion and i <laughs> think we got to a full episode here okay i trusted that we'd make it to 45 minutes and we did we got way past it so hey it's great thanks for listening guys you know let Hope us know encouraged. was this confusing did this help did it uh stimulate some ideas are you encouraged are you emboldened let us know at podcast at grace.world you can go to the website there grace.world and get all the other contacts or go us on see us on social media at true grace world so hey or call us at 833-85-GRACE happy thanksgiving everybody yeah have a great week and we hope to hear from you and see you next week bye, so, bye. we love you bum, 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 bum.